Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. This is Empress Imani, and welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. This episode is sponsored by Manifest Your Magic Within. This 30-minute webinar will show you how to go from confusion to clarity, from waiting to action, and from scarcity to abundance. Go over to ManifestYourMagicWithin.com for more information and to enroll in this 30-minute webinar. So today, you guys, I wanted to share a story with you. Um, so this is a story time, right? And then I'll put the tips uh, at the end, and then you can go over to Patreon and get even more information, right? Okay, so back in September of last year, my older brother, he came down. We were celebrating his birthday. Yay for big brother. And um, I wanted to really do something special for him that he wouldn't normally do for himself. So I um, took him to the spa down in Miami, down in South Beach. And it was really, really nice. And um, so we did the whole, we spent the whole day at the spa. It was me, uh, him, a friend, and wife goddess. We spent the whole day at the spa. Everyone got spa treatments. And, and while you were there, um, you could get like a pool pass. And then you could, of course, you got champagne and all that kind of stuff. So we, we, we just did the do, right? With the VIP treatment. So then uh, my brother and my friend, they had finished before we did. And so when I went outside, they were outside uh, in the cabana. And so I was like, okay, cool. So we got this cabana, which really went for like thousands of dollars. But the people were very nice to us. They showed us favor. And they just gave it to us for free, right? How awesome was that? So we ordered drinks. We ordered food. And when they brought our drink out, I think I had like a frozen margarita. And they brought my drink out. They put this flower in there, in the drink. And the flower was very beautiful. If you guys know anything about me or if you follow me on Facebook, Eddie Money Sankofa, then you know I really, really love nature. I'm very connected to nature and I love flowers, right? So um, I, I was thinking, you know, okay, I, I really hate to throw this flower away. It was so beautiful. And so, uh, Wife Goddess was like, no, you can eat this flower. She's really, she's a foodie and she really, really, you know, follows cooking and all that kind of stuff. So she knows a lot about that, right? And I didn't know that this flower was edible. So she said, yeah, you can eat the flower. So I was like, okay. So I ate the flower and the flower was good. It was delicious. It was sweet. It had like this honeysuckle sweetness to it, right? And I ate it as I uh, enjoyed my drink. The friend that was with us, he didn't know that the flower was edible like myself. He didn't know. And before I could tell him the information that I had just learned, he had thrown the flower out onto the ground. And the flower was, of course, at that point, it was wasted. Um, not completely because we were still able to enjoy the beauty, being able to visually see the beauty in the flower. But he wasn't able to consume it because now the flower, you know, it was on the ground. And so I just wanted, I was thinking about the hibiscus today and how all of that tied into knowing your self-worth. 
And shout out to all the people who are on the I Love Myself self-love journey. We're on day 53. We're going to 90 days, you guys. Today is day 53. If you're on this journey with me, continue to push forward. I guarantee you when you get to the end of the 90 days, you will not be the same person that you were when you first started, right? And if you've missed the 90-day journey, this trip, um, don't worry. We do this all the time. I usually do it twice a year. Just catch us on the next round, okay? So anyway, I was thinking about how that moment tied into self-worth, right? And how you have to know your worth. Now, I was like, okay, the hibiscus, what is it good for? You know, I know it's beautiful, but what else is it good for? Obviously, um, you can consume it. It's edible and it's good for, you know, some type of physical nourishment. So I looked it up and I noticed that this particular flower had a lot of herbal remedies right so it was full of uh, antioxidants which are good for the body uh, people in various countries throughout the world use this flower to lower blood pressure to lower blood fat levels um, to boost liver health which was really good because I was having a margarita drink and that flower so it was kind of like helping me with the alcohol right um, it boosts liver health. It promotes weight loss. It, help, it helps to speed up your metabolism. It fights bacteria. Um, some articles I read said that it helps to prevent cancer. I, I'm not a medical doctor. I really don't know. You have to find out on your own about the medical claims. But uh, several articles that I read said they use this in medicine to help prevent cancer. So other uses for the hibiscus flower is um, it's used to uh, is applied to the skin, used to heal wounds and to make the skin look better to purify the skin. It's also used to treat nerve diseases and it's also used as a diuretic. So all of this made me think about the story of Joseph. Um, and now I'm going to take you into the magical book, right? So um, the story of Joseph, uh, for you who don't know, uh, when Joseph was a child, right, he had a lot of brothers. A lot of brothers. His mom died giving birth to his younger brother, Benjamin. And he had a lot of other brothers who had a different mom, right? And so um, Joseph was really favored by his father and he was given this, um, I don't, I don't want to, I, I want to call it a magical coat, but it just was really beautiful. It had a lot of colors on it and everything. And Joseph was a favorite child. He was the favorite child, right? He had special spiritual gifts and talents. And one of his talents was that Joseph had the uh, gift of dream interpretation, right? It was um, a beautiful, a very beautiful gift. Um, he learned about his gifts when he was very, very young. And being the kid that he was, right, he was very uh, free-spirited. But his free-spirited was not valued by his older brothers who had a different mom, right? They were jealous, very envious of Joseph. And so um, one day they threw, they were going to kill him. Okay, but one of the other brothers was like, no, let's just throw him in a hole and uh, and then we'll, you know, 
leave him there. And so uh, instead of killing him, they threw him in this hole. And of course, Joseph, he cried and he wailed all night, praying to God, asking for rescue. Um, the brothers, so instead of them uh, saying, okay, you know, we can't kill him and we can't take him out the hole and take him back home because he'll tell father what we did and won't we'll get in trouble. So what they did was they sold their brother into slavery. So Joseph, he now goes into slavery um, and he's a slave in Egypt. And so he's working uh, and all of that. But wherever he went, Joseph prospered. And whoever was connected to Joseph, they also prospered. So as he grew up, because he was a, you know, a young boy, teenager, then he turned into a young man. As he grew up uh, in Potiphar's house, Potiphar's wife, who was a skank hoe, let's just call her where she was. She was low vibing energy, dark energy personality, right? She was trying to get it from Joseph and he was like no you know you're Potiphar's wife I'm not I'm not trying to do all of that right he came from a, a different background he had different belief a different belief system than Potiphar's wife did right so because he she wouldn't give him he wouldn't give her the wang if she told her husband that Joseph um, had raped her and so, of course, Joseph defended himself. And Potiphar knew that Joseph was telling the truth. But because he was so worried about what other people thought, his image and this, this and that, or whatever, he sided with his wife and he had Joseph put into prison. So Joseph goes to prison again. He has done nothing, okay, wrong. Nothing wrong. And now he's in prison. He's in prison. He has no family, he's in a foreign land, he has no friends, and he's imprisoned, right? So Joseph relies heavily on uh, his connection, his divine connection to spirit, right? And so even in prison, God shines favor on Joseph. He gives Joseph favor and everything Joseph touched prospered. So now the prison is doing amazing because of Joseph. So long story short, Joseph is introduced to the Pharaoh. Okay. And for those of you who know the story, you know what happened. And those of you who don't, you can look it up in the, in the good book and find out right and so he gets introduced to the pharaoh and he tells the pharaoh because the pharaoh had been having like nightmares he couldn't sleep he was being haunted by this re repetitive dream and so people had told the pharaoh hey joseph has the spiritual gift where he can interpret your dream so the pharaoh's like okay tell me what this means so joseph does and then joseph comes up with a plan on how to um, enact what the dream meant right so the dream basically meant that Egypt would be faced with years good years of plenty and then after that would come a famine and there would be famine all across the land and then you know people would begin to die and all of that stuff so Joseph said hey this is what the dream means and guess what I can help you devise a plan to help you prepare for what's coming right and so he did and then it all was well right joseph then was 
promoted. He was released from prison. He was promoted to like the second in command behind the Pharaoh. So when he was promoted to like one of the highest titles outside of Pharaoh in the land, he came up with this plan and the Egyptians followed the plan and they prospered even in famine. They prospered because of Joseph. So how does that relate to the hibiscus okay this relates to the hibiscus because um, when I told you the story about us being at the spa and how my friend threw the hibiscus on the ground it was because he didn't know the hibiscus worth and I told him I said you know you could eat that right of course at that point it was too late and he was like no I didn't know he felt bad about it you guys he didn't know I had just learned because I probably was just gonna leave mine on the server tray right but he felt bad about it and that just made me think about how we throw things and people away because we don't know their worth how we throw ourselves away how we settle for less than what we deserve because we don't know our worth right and when you know your worth and i talk about this a lot you guys and this was a lesson that I had to learn okay I finally got it I finally got it when you know your worth you understand that you will not settle for anything less than what you're worth you will demand things that you are worth and you will go after what you are worth you will put yourself in environments that deserve your presence right and even like Joseph when he was placed into slavery, placed into prison, Joseph still understood his worth, right? He still understood who he was, right? And that goes back to who am I? Speaking to our higher self and our highest self, right? He understood who he was. He understood his worth and everything that he touched prospered and he was highly in tuned with his spiritual gifts right so back to the hibiscus my friend didn't understand what the hibiscus meant how much it could have uh, he could have eaten it and it could have nourished his body he didn't understand the honey and the sweetness of the hibiscus right so let's talk about your honey your honey pot, your honeysuckle, your sweetness, your spiritual gifts and talents. And today, we want to talk about tips on how you can tap into your hibiscus, right? How you can know what your worth is and how you can take advantage the way Joseph did. No matter your circumstances, no matter where you are in the world, how you can make your place wherever you are, your station in life right now, how you can evolve from that and how you can tap in to your hibiscus, your honey pot. So the first thing you want to do I'm moving into the tips now, you guys. The first thing you want to do, of course, what? Listen to your intuition. I'm not going to go into detail with this. You can go back and check out any episode that I, because I usually talk about this all the time. But we have one episode that's dedicated to listening to your intuition. And you can go back and you can listen to that. Just dig through the archives. It's free, right? Listen to your intuition. Step two, you want to take inventory of your talents and your gifts. 
take inventory of your talents and your gifts. What are you naturally good at? What is it that when you do, people are like in awe of you, right? Or you are in awe of yourself. What talent do you have? Do you draw? Do you write? Are you an orator, a griot, a speaker? Can you tell stories like no one else? Do you have a golden voice that when people hear you, your voice soothes their spirit, right? Are you a healer? Are you a herbalist? Do you have a green thumb? Do when plants, you come around plants, they just wake up for you? You know, what is it that you do? Is your light so peaceful and your spirit so calming that when you come into a place, you usher in peace and calm into any environment? You know, are you the peacemaker? Are you the mediator? What is it that you do, right? So take inventory of your talents and gifts. Then number three, examine how your talents and gifts can be used to help other people and to help humanity. If we go back to the story of Joseph, no matter where he went, Joseph prospered. He helped those people that were connected to him prosper. He was like the goose who kept laying golden eggs. Everything he touched turn to go and it was amazing and he did that for the entire kingdom country of Egypt right the, the entire land he did that for Egypt even in times of famine right and as a result that rose him that made him the second in the command of the entire land he had the pharaoh looking to him for answers you guys how awesome was that why because joseph was being divinely guided he was divinely inspired he carried in his heart and in his spirit divine wisdom and he used that to not to help himself he used it to help other people to help humanity and as a result of that he was lifted to the top right so that's what you want to do you want to just to recap listen to your intuition take inventory of your talents and your gifts and then examine how those gifts and talents can be used to help humanity. Now, I'm going to leave it there. You can come over to Patreon uh, at patreon.com forward slash sacred love lessons where you can get the extended version of other tips that I'm going to share with you on how you can tap into your honeypot, how you can be like the hibiscus, because that's what it's all about. Okay. So come on over patreon.com forward slash sacred love lessons and we'll see you there. If this is where we end our time together until we speak again, be the light.